What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name's Kyle. Tonight, it's Wednesday evening. It's our Wednesday night live start, sit, hangout. We're going to be going over all of the relevant player injury news and practice updates from the day, uh, as well as take any of your guys' questions from the chat room. So if you guys do have questions, uh, get them into the comments, and uh, I'll get to them as soon as I'm done kind of recapping all the injury news. Uh, but good evening to Harris. Good evening to Jerry Moo. Good evening to my guy Daniel as well. Hope you guys are all doing well. Uh, and basically, I'm just gonna I'm gonna recap all the player news and stuff today. And then once I get to the bottom of the comments, I'll start answering questions. But no Keenan Allen today. He's got the hammy. He played before the bye week and he kind of got hurt in that game and he got worse over the bye week. So this does not look good. Uh, they're gonna be without Keenan Allen probably this weekend and Mike Williams for the next three or four games. So that leaves Josh Palmer and DeAndre Carter as their top receivers. So. In terms of the packing order for the Chargers offense, I mean, it's clearly Austin Eckler. He's going to be a beast. Maybe Gerald Everett, Josh Palmer, the next two guys here, and then maybe DeAndre Carter as a flex option this week. But, yeah, not looking good for Keenan Allen. Julio Jones and Russell Gage both not practicing on Wednesday. Should not be relying on these guys for fantasy at this point. Christian Watson not practicing with a concussion. Uh, James Conner practicing in limited capacity. They did put the Cardinals did put Daryl Williams on. Uh, I, believe, I believe they put him on IR. There might be a report out there, but uh, it looks like James Conner's got a chance to play this weekend. So we'll watch for him. Uh, if Conner plays, you're going to want to play him. If Eno Benjamin gets to start, he's worth an RB2 spot. Not sure what's up with Derrick Henry. They listed him as limited with a foot injury on Wednesday. Uh, Damian Harris not practicing with an illness. Uh, at this point, I don't know if we can play Damien Harris or Andre Stevenson just looking way too good. Uh, Damien Harris is just kind of an emergency RB2 flex play at best right now. Uh, Cooper Cup. They've been saying all the right things. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, they've been saying all the right things about Cooper Cup. I'm not sure if he's going to play. They've kind of been saying like he's going to play, uh, but he's got this ankle thing. He did not practice today. We'll watch for his reports throughout the rest of the week. Uh, Darren Waller. Sorry, I have to sneeze. <coughs> My bad. Uh, but Darren Waller limited at Wednesday's practice on track to play. Uh, the, the Raiders need something on offense, and Waller could be very helpful. Uh, DeAndre Swift not practicing today. This one was weird. There were some quotes of Dan Campbell today saying that they probably got him too many touches, which is a concern, and for him not to practice today with ankle and shoulder injuries. I mean, I think at this point we're ranking Jamal Williams ahead of DeAndre Swift. Uh, he's I'd probably go with Jamal as a running back too. And I think DeAndre Swift's more of a flex play at the moment right now. Uh, Brandon Cooks, clearly unhappy that he did not get traded. Uh, he sat out of practice on Tuesday and Wednesday for personal days. Maybe there's something else going on besides not being traded, but uh, he's listed as questionable for tomorrow night. I think if you're relying on him, he's, he's probably a low end wide receiver three flex play at best. Not a good matchup. Not a good matchup going up against Philadelphia. Uh, I don't expect a good number from him if he does play. So if you have someone, I mean, at this point, I'd rather play a guy like Josh Palmer, uh, you know, maybe something like that. So if you guys do have Brandon Cook's questions, let me know. And again, Josh Palmer, cleared concussion protocol. He's going to be the number one receiver this week. Um, Steven Sims expected to step into slot duties for Pittsburgh with no chase Claypool. I actually think the absence of Claypool is really good for, for Pat Frymuth. So he's, he's a tight end one going forward. And yeah, the Steelers are on by this week. So no, no worries there. Now Chuba Hubbard, 
Limited Wednesday today. Not sure if he's going to play. If he does play, I don't think he's useful for fantasy yet. We want to see what he looks like uh, because Deonta Foreman just looks way too good. Foreman's a running back too, maybe a borderline RB1 this weekend. So fire Foreman up. J.D. McKissick not practicing with a neck injury. That uh, To me, that boosts uh, Antonio Gibson. Like Gibson's a running back too for me at, at this point. He's the clear guy there that I trust. Uh, from the commander's backfield. So I'm going to rank them as Gibson, Brian Robinson, and I think McKissick is kind of unusable right now. Um, Alan Lazard practicing today, so good news there. <coughs> uh, we got Jonathan Taylor not practicing today. And when this news came out, I think everybody ran to their waiver wires and picked up Deion Jackson. Of course, Naheem Hines is now with the Buffalo Bills. He should be on rosters. If he's not, go ahead and pick him up. But Jonathan Taylor, he had that ankle injury that made him miss a couple games earlier in the year. And now he re-aggravated it in week eight and he's not practicing today. So maybe this is a multi-week injury. You're not sure. Remains to be seen, but I think Deion Jackson's worth a hold at this point. Deion Jackson looked really good in those two weeks with no, uh, with no Jonathan Taylor. So go ahead and scoop him up and hold him if you can. Cordero Patterson returned to practice today. He's been activated. He's got a good chance to play. And going up against the Chargers, Chargers defense is uh, very bad against opponent running backs. I'm pulling up the information right now. The Chargers allowing the, let's see here, against the running back. They're the second worst team against running back. So they allow a lot of points to the fantasy position there. Uh, and then here we go with the TJ Hawkinson trade uh, yesterday. <coughs> um that's going to leave an opening for Brock Wright or this rookie, James Mitchell. Now, Brock Wright's more of like a – he's more of like a typical line, you know, like a blocking inline tight end. He's not really an athletic guy. James Mitchell's an athletic player. He's going to be the guy that I think excites us more for fantasy. So if you're in a deeper league and you want to grab someone, maybe James Mitchell, interesting guy here. So, yeah, good night. Good evening to uh, Daniel. We got Jason in the lineup here. Start Lawrence or Derek Carr? <clears throat> well, based on fantasy points per game, like Trevor Lawrence is not going to get a better matchup all year. The, uh, the Raiders allow the most fantasy points per game. And if your scoring format uses like four point passing touchdowns, the Raiders are allowing basically 22 points per game. So maybe he doesn't hit the 22, but if he gets, you know, 17, 18, you're feeling pretty good about that. And the Jags, their defense is actually like, okay. They're like, they're average. They're allowing about 16 points per game. So to me, I'm going to roll with Trevor Lawrence. I like the way ETN's playing. I like Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones. I'm going to lean with the Jags at home and go Trevor Lawrence. Good evening to Ryan. Uh, Aiden's got his weekly question of pick two, Mostert, Walker, Swift, Herbert, and Chuba. Uh, I mean, for sure. Walker, Walker is the clear best one of the group here. Um, I'm thinking Mostert is probably the, like, if you have to pick one between Mostert and Herbert, I'm going to pick the team that's probably going to win the game. And that's going to be the Miami Dolphins, the Chicago Bears, allowing the 25th most points per game to the position here. So it's a good spot for Mostert. It is in Chicago. I don't know if that changes anything, but I do like Mostert quite a bit. With Swift, I just, I'm not sure what to think about this missing practice today. Uh, and then Dan Campbell, of course, saying, I don't know if, if they gave him too many touches. So I'm going to rank them as Walker, like tier one above tier two will be Mostert, Swift, Herbert, and then Chuba kind of at the bottom of the barrel there. So I guess Walker and Mostert are my guys. 
Uh, Pittman Henderson or Clyde. Um, I don't trust any Rams running back. The Rams simply cannot run the football. Uh, I do think Henderson's better than Malcolm Brown. He's better than whatever Ronnie Rivers is. Uh, and he's in, we'll, we'll see about Kieran Williams. So I, I, I do not trust the Rams running back position right now. And same with the Chiefs, man. They use McKinnon in short down or in, in passing situations. They like to use Clyde near the goal line, uh, but then they also like to use this Pacheco. So it's kind of like a, it's like whack-a-mole for the Chiefs running back. I think I'm going to go with Michael Pittman Jr. I know the, the the matchup against the Patriots is not great, but he's he's kind of the, the, the safest play. I think he's going to get, I mean, last week he had nine targets. I think he's probably going to be in that window. So Pittman, probably the safest play of the group. Uh, Harris says Jacoby Myers or Gabe Davis non PPR, uh, in a non PPR setting, you got to ask yourself who's more likely to catch a touchdown. <coughs> uh, with that being said, the Colts, one of the best teams against the wide receiver, they've only allowed four touchdowns all year. Uh, the jets going up against Buffalo, they've allowed eight touchdowns. So I'm going to lean with Gabe Davis. I'm attaching myself to Josh Allen in this question as well. So Gabe Davis is my non PPR guy. And I know the problem with Gabe, with Gabe Davis is like, yeah, he'll get me two for 20, but then I, I, I just, I don't want to miss out on that four for 90 and two touchdown game. You know, I think the ceiling there for Gabe Davis is, is legit. Uh, Kyle Pitts. <clears throat> I think he's worth starting. He's starting to, to come alive. And I think they're starting to understand that like the better Kyle Pitts does that the better their team does. Now he's still, he's tight end 18 on the season, but, uh, some of his best games have come of recently. And he of course had five for 80 and nine targets uh, last week against the Carolina Panthers. Now the chargers allowing uh, the chargers are, are kind of middle of the road against tight end. They've only allowed one touchdown all year, but maybe you, you, you see a nice floor game. So I think if you have, I mean, you'd have to have a really good tight end above Kyle Pitts. I mean, I, I think there's, I mean, Kelsey Andrews, like those guys for sure you're playing, but if you had, if you have Goddard or Pat Frymuth, like, I'm going Goddard, Freeman's on by. Uh, it depends on who your, your backup tight end there is, man. But I think you're going to roll with Pitts. Dylan, Dion, or Eno. So with 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 Dion, if if you tell me Jonathan Taylor is not going to play, it's a tough matchup for the Colts uh, going against the, the New England Patriots. But if no Jonathan Taylor, I think he's got your highest floor. Um, so I'm going to say... It does sound like it sounds like James Conner is going to play. So I'm going to rank these guys Dion, if no JT. Otherwise, I like Dylan because Packers, I, I think they're starting to find the running game is where they're at. They're playing the Lions at Detroit. They're going to expect to run the ball a lot there. So I'm going to say it's between Dylan and Dion. And basically, if no Jonathan Taylor, I'll go with Dion. Uh, choose three Swift, Foreman, Palmer, Mooney, Dion, Duvernay available on waivers. Um, I mean, I think the two that stick out to me are like Foreman, yes. And I think you're going to play DeAndre Swift, assuming he's going to be good to go. Um, <clears throat> and then I, I do think, again, if no Jonathan Taylor, Deion Jackson's probably your third best guy. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, the receivers I'm going to rank as Palmer, Duvernay, Mooney. I just, I don't trust the Bears receivers now that Claypool's there. Comets catching touchdowns like Mooney's not really a guy that I'm looking at. So I'm going to rank him last. 
So I will say this. If you're nervous about Swift, go with Foreman and Jonathan Taylor's replacement, Deion Jackson. Like if we get confirmation that JT's out, go Foreman and Deion Jackson. And then I think I'm going to play Josh Palmer because the Chargers playing Atlanta, Atlanta gives up the most wide receiver points per game here. So it's a good spot for Palmer. So I hope that helps. Uh, Khalil Herbert or Curtis Samuel non-PPR. Because it's non-PPR, I'm going with the running back, Khalil Herbert. Uh, I think he's kind of the guy taking over there, and he's been getting touchdowns, and, and he looks pretty good. So uh, I'm going to go with Khalil Herbert. Point feet, point 0.5 PPR, by the way. Um, I think I, I for sure I love Deonta Foreman. And then I, if it is half PPR, I'm gonna, so I'm going to rank them as Foreman, Deion, Palmer. Those are my top three trade for Gibson as long as it doesn't cost too much I, I think Gibson's the guy going forward that's going to be the biggest fantasy asset so uh if it doesn't cost too much and someone's trying to sell high on Gibson I, I think I would buy it what's up with the Gus bus the hamstring um let me see if I can find anything on Twitter real quick for you um he hurt the hamstring on Thursday Night Football I do not think he's going to play this week I'm actually looking to see if he got a practice Well, because they, they play Monday Night Football, so they're not going to have a report out yet. Um, so we'll find out more tomorrow. Um, Ian Rappaport said the hamstring injury he suffered on Thursday is described as minor. And if he misses time, it's likely just a week or so. And their bye is next week, so it makes sense for Gus to not play on Monday Night Football. Then they have the bye, and then he should be ready. So plan for no Gus on Monday Night Football. <coughs> Likely or Tom, uh, Taysom Hill, full PPR. Okay. So th that's good because these guys both play Monday night. So if Mark Andrews is not playing, you play Isaiah Likely. If Mark Andrews plays, you play Taysom Hill. And that's that's pretty much as simple as it needs to be. Khalil Herbert or Curtis Samuel. Yep, we went with Khalil Herbert. MBS, Marshall or DeAndre Carter. I know Marshall had the good game. But, again, that, that was against the Falcons, who allow, like, the most points per game. So he should have had a good game. I'm going to go with MVS because he's a guy that has been uh, playing a little bit better the last week or so. And, really, the Chiefs' offense as a whole has been playing better. Um, his last – he's got – he had 14.1 points against the 49ers. He had a zero against Buffalo on three targets. But before that, 15, 9, 8 – three and eight. So he's had two bad games out of the seven and a couple decent games in there. So I'm going to go MBS. The Titans, not very good against opponent wide receivers. I have a green 27 that I'm looking at here. So the Titans do allow uh, a lot of fantasy points to the wide receiver position. So go ahead and play MBS. Likely Knox, Henry, or Fant. Um, I like this a lot. Um, these, I mean, it's a big tight end question week with everyone on by. Um, so if we see that Mark Andrews is not practicing tomorrow or Friday, I'm going to say likely is probably going to get the, get the start. So, uh, that one we'll have to kind of wait and see. <clears throat> Otherwise, I mean, Dawson Knox has been playing better and, uh, I'm looking at the jets here. They're kind of middle of the road. The jets have not allowed a, a tight end touchdown all year. So maybe, maybe they're due. Um, so I, I think, between the two, I'm not interested in Henry or Fant. If I had to choose one of those guys, it's Fant. But I'm going to rank them, again, if Mark Andrews misses time, it's likely. And then Knox. So I think those are the two you're looking at. Uh, A.J. Dillon. Yeah, we can't we can't trust James Robinson. Especially, I mean, it's his second week with the team. They have 
they're going to be using three running backs the way it is. They use Ty uh, uh, Ty Johnson, they use Michael Carter, and then James Robinson. And they're going against Buffalo, so it's not a good matchup. Lean into the Packers at the Lions matchup, A.J. Dillon. Good evening to you, Ron, as well. Uh, would you pick up DJ Chark over Jarvis Landry, who I already have recently? I know he's younger, but has ankle injury. Um, uh, you, you paint a good picture, man. I mean, I have Jarvis Landry in a dynasty league, and I was actually looking at cutting him, you know, this morning myself. So I think this is smart. Go ahead and chop Jarvis Landry, pick up DJ Chark, put him in the IR, and then you get the free pickup. So I think that's uh, the best way to do it. And, uh, yeah, I, I would go forward with that. Whew. So full PPR, that's tough. I mean, I think both guys are are really good plays this week, uh, to, to be honest with you. I think Terry McLaurin going against the Vikings, that's one of the Vikings' worst matchups is, like, they can't really defend the wide receiver. So, and if we expect the Vikings to put up points on the Washington defense, McLaurin should be busy. So I, I do like Terry McLaurin. Uh, but I'll tell you this, if Chuba Hubbard doesn't play, you got to play Foreman. If Chuba's in there, that could, you know, limit some touches. Um, so I think, I think it's, it's hard to answer right now. I think either way though, both guys going to have good games. So this is a good problem to have. Uh, but if no Chuba, I got, I got to play, I got to play Deonta Foreman right now. Um, I mean, assuming Swift practices tomorrow and Friday and he's good to go, I'm going to go with Deandre Swift. If not, you'll go with Pittman. Uh, I'll go with Heineke over Mariota. I need an RB to start off waivers. I think the high strict RBs are Algier. Oh, Gibson, Gibson, Gibson. Why, why is Gibson on the, the waiver wire? Go now. Go, go, go. Go get Antonio Gibson. This is a slam dunk. Wow. <laughs> Antonio Gibson's on the waiver wire. Go, 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 go. Um, Godwin or Josh Palmer? Godwin all day. Godwin. Cup in likely or Higby likely if Anders is out if if Cup's in you essentially like if Anders is out you gotta go likely and we, we're we're not gonna know this uh and Cup oh if Cup's out okay so this one this one's gonna be this is this is a tough one because it's gonna take some tea leave reading if Anders does not practice tomorrow Friday or Saturday he's probably not playing. So if he gets a practice in any of those days, he's probably going to play. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, if Cup practices tomorrow or Friday, he's probably going to play. So we kind of have to wait and see there. I, I think Cup's more likely to play than Andrews, so I'm going to lean with Isaiah Likely being the guy. And again, with the Ravens' by next week, it just makes sense for Gus Edwards and Mark Andrews to not play this week. Um, and especially with Likely playing as well as he is, it makes sense to lean on him. Uh, and it, it's not a good matchup for Higby either. Uh, technically, for Higby or for Likely, like both these teams are pretty good against the tight end. But uh, I will say, if Andrews is out, you want you want Likely in there. Uh, Logan Thomas has a calf injury that's been nagging him pretty much all season. Uh, kind of crazy, uh, but yeah, he's he's limited. I don't think he's even if he plays, he's really not a factor at this point anymore. Uh, I, I like the Vikings defense. It is on the road at Washington at noon, which is that's typically just when the Vikings don't play very well. Um, but I, I think if you if you're in a pinch and you just roll with uh, a winning team against uh, a team here that we don't really love their offense, I think you're in a good spot. And uh, if you go to the fantasyfellowship.com 
I have a tab. If you hover over the content page, I have a tab that says week nine spreads that I load up from DraftKings. Right now, the commanders are projected to only score 20 points. The Vikings projected to score 23 and a half. So uh, I, I do see the Vikings holding the commanders to maybe, you know, two touchdowns and a field goal type of thing. <clears throat> and yeah, thank you. Uh, hit the like button. Subscribe if you guys are new. It helps the algorithm grow. Uh, we're, we're headed for 600 subscribers next. So that's, uh, that's the next goal. Um, I mean, if, if, if Mark Anders isn't practicing and we get a good idea that he's not going to play, it's likely, uh, you want Isaiah likely Pierce or St. Brown PPR. Hmm. I think it's going to be tough for Texans to look good tomorrow night. So, and I get it. Damian Pierce is the offense. Right now, the uh, the Eagles against the running back right now, that, that, that is the one spot the Eagles give up points. They give up roughly 23 PPR points per game. And basically, Damian Pierce gets about 80% of those running running plays anyway. So he's kind of scheduled for like 16 to 18 points, but he is more of a risk. And I will say with the Packers, uh, we expect Amon Ross St. Brown to be involved in the offense. And the Packers, uh, not the best against slot receivers. So... It's this one's hit or miss. I, I think Pierce is probably the safer play to get you like, you know, eight to 10 points if you feel safe with that. But I'm going to go Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, should I be holding Khalil Herbert and would he be a start over Gibson? Hold. Yes. Hold Khalil Herbert. He's the better. He's he's if I'm owning a Chicago Bears running back, I want Khalil Herbert uh, over Montgomery. But Gibson's the guy you want to play this week. And he did. Yes. Last week, uh, Gibson, uh, let me look up the, the numbers for you, routes run week eight. Uh, basically, everything kind of flip-flopped uh, from what we thought we knew. We all thought it was going to be um, Brian Robinson being the guy, not so much anymore. So in terms of snaps, Gibson got 22 snaps, McKick McKissick got 22 snaps, and Robinson got 15, but... <clears throat> Gibson got seven carries and seven targets. McKissick only got two targets and five carries. And Robinson only got eight carries and zero targets. So Gibson is the guy. And it looks like J.D. McKissick might not play this week. So that would be even more passing work for Gibson this week. So it, it's looking like Gibson's back in our good graces. Trade out Robinson and Swift. Um, I, I'm, I'm cool with that, especially in PPR, man. I mean, Robinson's not really a guy that we trust. He's probably just sitting on your bench anyways. And, I mean, at this point, Montgomery's kind of just a low-end RB2. I think I'd rather upgrade to Swift if you could. So I'm cool with it. Evening to Trey. Uh, full PPR, start one. A.J. Dillon, Pitts, or Devonta Smith. Worried about the Eagles just running it down the Texans. Thanks for good luck this week. Whew. So, hmm. It, it's kind of a double-edged sword, isn't it? Like, say the Texans come out. And they just they just stink on defense. And Miles Sanders gets a touchdown, or if there's like a Eagles defensive touchdown, and they they just only have to throw the ball 15, 20 times. I get it. Like that that does make me a little bit nervous. But I will say this: last week, everything was working for the Eagles, and they they kept passing the ball. They like they kept like they blew out the Steelers. Um, so I, I still expect them to get Devonta Smith targets. They threw four touchdowns last week, and Devonta didn't get one of them. Like he's he, he's probably got good odds for a touchdown this week, so I'm going to rank them as Devonta Smith's your best start. 
I'll go AJ Dillon two, Kyle Pitts three. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I, I I don't want you to. I don't want you to get, you know, seven points with Devonta Smith, but I do think he's got the highest ceiling out of all the guys that we're looking at here. So I'm going to roll with, with him. And again, I mean, AJ Brown had three touchdowns. I don't know if you saw, but on the third and final AJ Brown touchdown, Devonta Smith was wide open in the middle of the field and Hertz just threw it in the double coverage for AJ Brown. So like there, there's, there's some good plays coming Devonta Smith's way. Hold Aaron Jones this week. You need him this week against the lions. If you want to trade him, trade him after this Lions game. Is Jeff Wilson going to split Mostert? I have Mostert starting right now, but we're um, I think long term we might see Jeff Wilson start to knock on the door and and steal some of Mostert's stuff. But for this week, again, it's his first week with a new team. He's literally just landed in Miami today. Today's Wednesday, um, so maybe he was able to practice again. He's there's 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 just so much going on. I think Mostert's the guy this week. But we might see kind of a more 50-50 approach. So if you can sell high on Mostert, this might be the last week to do it. And we, we always known Mostert's kind of an injury-prone back to begin with. So uh, if you could get rid of Mostert, I think this is the week to sell high. Yes, go and get Antonio Gibson in full PPR. Whew, Metcalf or Olave? Metcalf or Olave. That one's tough. Um I'm going to lean with Olave. It's the Ravens. Ravens have been giving up some big games to receivers. I, I mean, I love DK Metcalf. He's still got the knee thing. Lockett's playing good, though. I, I think Olave's kind of the only game in town, so I'm going to say Olave. <coughs> Kyler Murray all day. Um, I don't know if he's finally hitting stride, if it was just the matchup last week or what, but I, I do think that I Drake London's not playing good right now. I, I think they, they've understood that Pitts is their best player. They're also getting Cordero Patterson back. <clears throat> but if you look at Kyle Pitts' numbers, I mean, in his last five games, he's been over double digits three games. He's kind of on an every other game situation. Um, so I, I think you, you lean with Kyle Pitts. It's a home game. He might be hitting his stride, uh, but they're scheduled too, guys. By the way, they play the Chargers, the Panthers, the Bears, Washington, Pittsburgh. They're going to be in those games. Like, like Pitts, that's good good schedule for the Falcons and Kyle Pitts. Um, and yeah, yeah, I get that too. Uh, I actually, I recently just uh, acquired Devonta Smith in a trade. I ended up sending a couple guys for Devonta Smith, uh, and I'm excited about it. And yeah, the uh, I, I wish Devonta Smith and AJ Brown had a little bit more stability each week, but uh, I think at this point I'm totally cool with leaving Devonta Smith in my lineup because I don't want to miss. I mean, Eagles are one of the best offenses offenses in football right now. I don't want to miss uh, Devonta Smith slob game, so I'm going to leave him in there and continue to hope for the best. And yeah, Aaron Jones, man. It's going to be Aaron Jones week. He's probably a top three, top five running back uh, in fantasy this week. And I, I, when you look at what he did against Buffalo last week, I mean, the dude didn't even score a touchdown and he still got 19 points. Uh, you, you take the 19 and you add a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns. We're, we're probably looking at a 25 to 30 point game from Aaron Jones. Um, so get ready. Uh, hopefully you don't have to play against Aaron Jones. Hopefully you guys got Aaron Jones. But uh, uh, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, again, I'm still feeling a little bit under the weather. I'm hoping to get my voice back. 
uh, at some point this week. But I'm going to get out of here. I'll answer maybe another question or two. Um, uh, let me look at the Jets' schedule real quick. See if there's any any gems in there that might look good. The thing about the Jets is, like, I, I don't trust Zach Wilson to put the defense in good positions, but they play Buffalo, then they're on a bye. Then New England, Chicago, Minnesota, Buffalo. They get Detroit, Jacksonville, Seattle to end the year, <clears throat> which is fine. But I just – it's going to be turbulent the next few weeks. Buffalo, not doing it. Bye week, week 10, so burning your hole for – burning a hole in your lineup for two weeks. And then New England, Chicago, Minnesota, I just – I don't know if I feel great about it. So I, I don't know if they're necessarily a hold. Maybe let someone else deal with it. But uh, tomorrow night, guys, we will be going live, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. We'll go live about 45 minutes before kickoff. Uh, we got a Thursday night football game. Not sure how good it's going to be. Uh, Hurts and the boys versus the Texans, so we'll see. Uh, but anyways, thank you guys for watching. Like the video. Subscribe if you are new. And uh, have a good night. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Mm -hmm.